Part 11, Operation Assemble the Elves. Jingle, jingle. The sound of Santa's bells can be heard by all of the reindeer, no matter where they are in the world. The first time you hear it, you get super speed and can meet Santa in seconds. The second time you hear it, if you don't respond, you can unlock super strength. At the Toymaker Worldwide Warehouse, where Happy and Dancer are being held captive, Alden is hard at work trying to extract Dancer's saliva. Dancer thrashes around like a maniac. Santa just activated his super strength from thousands of miles away with a single jingle. Make him stop! I can't! Dancer bangs against his cage, and a bolt pops up from the ground. He bangs again. Another bolt. Again. Again. Again! Dancer's cage separates from the floor. He levitates with the cage and smashes it into Alden and knocks him over. Alden falls back, unconscious. Break my shackles and I'll unlock you! Dancer flies fast toward Happy, chained against the wall. Happy cringes and lowers her head as Dancer flies into her. Smash! Happy's arms are free. (sighs) Dancer's cage falls to the floor. (sighs) Happy crawls towards Alden's body. His keys visible in his pocket. Jackpot. Happy makes it a half inch away. Clink. The chains on her legs are stretched completely. Happy closes her eyes and makes her hand stretch as far as it can. (sighs) Think tall, Happy. Happy reaches. Her arms strain. A drop of sweat drips down her brow. Jingle. She's got the keys. Happy flips through the key ring and finds the one for her legs. Click, click. She's free. Got it. Happy runs over to Dancer's cage and unlocks the door. Dancer jumps out and flies around the room. Come on, Dancer. Let's get some fresh air. Dancer kneels and lets Happy jump on his back. Happy looks to Alden on the floor. Wait, Dancer. There's good inside him. I know it. Happy jumps off of Dancer and grabs Alden. She hoists him on Dancer's back and climbs up. Let's fly. Dancer makes a running start and flies through the window, glass bursting in slow motion looking epic as hell. Dancer flies through the night sky, bounding at warp speed. And just like that, Dancer lands in the middle of all of the other reindeer at the Prancer residence. They nuzzle him, and Donner even gives him a high five. Happy swings open the door and sees Santa among the others. Boy, am I happy to see you. Santa hugs Happy. Mmm, boy, we have a plan to get all the elves back together. But... But nothing... We're seven months behind schedule, and people need a Merry Christmas whether they know it or not. You said it, Santa. Back in Max Morrow's office, Max opens a large package on his desk. It includes two fun game boxes and a note. The note reads, These are two unopened fun games from the same store in Los Angeles. Hope it helps. Max pulls out some protective gloves and inspects the boxes. He opens them and rubs a game piece against a wool cloth. The cloth from the game on the left turns black and shrivels. The other doesn't do anything. One good, one bad. Max gets out his magnifying glass and looks at the packaging. He sees that the game on the right has a faint mark of a kiss. Interesting. Now, since Terry's first talk show interview about Santa Claus, he has become big time. Millions of Facebook followers, a brandable Santa street tag licensed to Urban Outfitters for hipster-friendly shirts, and an agent. Terry's agent just booked the most important guest spot of his life. Terry's going into the Late Show to save Christmas once and for all. Stephen Colbert sits at his desk with the live studio audience watching. Apologies in advance, we didn't cast the actual Stephen Colbert. 
But first, we have a very special guest, and I guess I should tell you why this guy is even on the show. His name is Terry Fitzgibbons, and he contacted us and said he had a machine that could make all of your dreams come true. Well, here he comes, everybody. Give it up for Terry Fitzgibbons. Terry walks from backstage, pulling a flat with Santa's Rube Goldberg device on top of it. Stephen gets out of his chair and walks over to it and laughs. Nice to meet you, Terry. Same here, Stephen. How does this thing work, Terry? Ah, well, you just push the button and it goes to work. And then plop, your dream has come true. You want to push the button? Stephen looks to the crowd and they all cheer. Stephen laughs. I'm trying to think of an appropriate dream. Stephen puts his hand on the button. Here we go. He pushes it. The machine goes into action. The crowd oohs. Clink. A little roll of paper falls out. Stephen picks it up and reads it. To all the elves in the world, come to where you hear the bells tolling. Stephen laughs. John Batiste leans into his mic. Was that your dream, Stephen? Uh, no. No, it was not. Give it another try. Stephen pushes the button. The machine goes to work and a nice bottle of bourbon drops out. Stephen laughs and holds it up to the audience. Bourbon! A true gift! Everyone cheers. Terry Fitzgibbons, everyone. Terry waves and walks off stage, pulling the machine. And remember, to all the elves in the world, come to where you hear the bells tolling. Everyone laughs. Back at the Prancer residence, Santa stands in front of a giant bell and hits it with a hammer. It tolls beautifully. It's beautiful, Santa. A group of people from the I Believe in Santa Claus group stand nearby. Do you hear anything? No. I think only elves can hear it. First, an elf works on a heel in a shoe repair shop and hears the bell. He looks up. Then, a crowd of elves in little fuzzy creature costumes hear the bell on a movie set. They remove their masks and look up. In perfect synchronicity, all of the elves pull out a small pouch and reach in and sprinkle gold dust over their heads. Whoosh! They all fly straight up into the sky. Thousands of elves from all over fly through the sky, all headed towards the sound of the bell. At the Prancer residence, tons of elves enter from the road, walking up the long driveway to the house. Santa silences the bell. Elves and I Believe in Santa Claus members unite. Welcome, everyone! Welcome! You have traveled long and far to be here. And your commitment to our cause is outstanding. But we have a long road ahead of us. Terry brings out a large item covered in white cloth. Together, we are family. And families can do anything. These fine people around me will help you make your way to our new home. I will be going ahead to market. Santa pulls the white cloth. It's a big candy cane-striped pole that says, The South Pole. All the elves cheer. The reindeer fly down with Santa's red suburban tied to them instead of a sleigh. To a new beginning! <laughs> Santa gets in, and the reindeer fly off into the night sky. Bang, bang, bang. Santa hammers the South Pole into the ground in the Antarctic. Terry hands out the plane tickets to all of the elves. Why don't we just fly straight to the South Pole? I, uh, I, I already coordinated the travel arrangements. Non-refundable. And I think it makes for a more powerful montage, huh? I think it will too, Terry. There's nothing better than a good visual montage. Meanwhile, at Jane's house, she's been alone, missing the company of Santa and the baby elf. She sifts through her mail and sees a golden letter. She opens it. It reads... I remembered who I am. 
and I haven't forgotten about you. Jane smiles. At the same time, in a toy store's loading dock, Max Morrow talks to the manager. When did you get the first shipment? About an hour before the second. Do those security cameras work? Yes, they do. All of the elves and Terry are at the same international terminal. They're running through it like the McAllisters in Home Alone, but there's thousands of little elves and elf hats. Terry makes it to the counter. We're on the next 40 planes to southern Chile. I mean, Chile. At Toymaker Worldwide, an office assistant walks into Goldman's office. Our numbers are falling, sir. Attach a piece of candy to every box now! At the South Pole, the reindeer pile up tons of trees. Santa marks the ground with the outline of the new town. This will do nicely. Somewhere else, Max Morrow meets with Computer Tom, who has a six-monitor setup and eats terabytes for breakfast. Is there any way to track where this truck came from? There's always a way. I'll have to tap into the satellites. How long will it take? Could take a while. Then let's get started. All of the elves wait in front of three giant cruise ships. Terry goes up to the ticket counter. I believe those are waiting for us. The cruise ships all reach the South Pole. All of the elves run up to Santa. They get to work. At the South Pole, in a comfy-looking room, Alden wakes up with a bandage on his forehead. Terry sits by his side. Where am I? Where Toymaker Worldwide can't get you. Uh, by the way, who's Madison? You kept mumbling it in your sleep. It's good to see you, Terry. Do you have any hot chocolate? Of course! There's always time for hot chocolate. Right then, a reindeer flies a beam up to the roof at the South Pole. An elf bolts it in. That's the last one, everyone! That night, Santa sits by his fireplace, and Mrs. Claus appears beside him in a vision. She kisses Santa on the cheek and fades away. No, no. Come in. Terry walks in. Santa? Thank you for everything, Terry. It was my pleasure. You've been requested outside. Terry opens the door, and Santa walks out into the middle of town. A tear runs down Santa's face. All of the elves are holding candles and are gathered around a big portrait of Mrs. Claus. They start to sing. Silent night, holy night. Happy stands at the podium by Mrs. Claus's portrait. Words can't express what such a loss feels like. Mrs. Claus was like a mother to thousands, and she was as genuine as they come. Santa takes the podium. Oh, this is hard. I told her last year that I thought it was going to be the best Christmas ever, but it didn't turn out that way. I think we owe it to her to fulfill that promise. Let's teach Herbert F.W. Goldman how we fight back. With love! This concludes part 11 of the greatest Christmas story ever told. I'm back on board with these parts. At least, this time it felt like it gave Santa's last words some more emotional weight. 